0: This episode of Fluid Thoughts is brought to you by Creations by Kara. In need of a custom doormat or bathmat? Check out Creations by Cara on Etsy and be sure to follow her on Instagram at creationsxcara. Now let's start the show. back <laughs> I'm still black <laughs> and I am your host fluid flower y'all okay when I listened to that playback for that uh commercial I did for creations by Kara, I was like bitch this is professional you a fashioner girl I need to get my ass in the studio <laughs> okay I need to be doing voiceovers for real for real but um yeah okay I'm just in a silly, goofy mood, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, be sure to check out Creations by Cara. Love, 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 love my new doormat. I've always wanted an ironic doormat. Literally, my doormat says leave. (laughs) Because I don't want no hoes in my house. Get out. Get out of my Caucasian home. Anyway, Um, okay. This episode of Fluid Thoughts, today we're going to talk about the spiritual girlies. We're gonna talk about the spiritual girlies who are essentially repackaging white supremacy and ableism, all the isms and the phobias and trying to sell it back to you as new age spirituality because I got a problem. I just wanna personally start talking about, cause I think for sure I've made an episode about religion. I think that was like my third episode that I ever made on the podcast And so I think people who have listened to the show before understand my background on spirituality as far as like religion goes. I've had, I've been a Christian my whole life. When you're Nigerian, (laughs) you're either Christian or you're either Muslim, but um, my parents were Christian and um, for me, I have experienced or had experienced so much fear and self-doubt and just so much like negative stuff from the church so at some point in my life because i got tired of going to church like i was raised christian my dad was catholic so when we would visit my dad on the weekends we would go to catholic mass on saturdays my dad almost wanted us to like be like i think you go through like catholic baptism and then you do like your catechism classes so you can like know catholicism i don't know i'm probably not saying it right if you're catholic please correct me but basically my dad wanted us to like be catholic and my mom was like, "No, they need to go to CAC. They need to do a, a Scripture Union, okay? No, <laughs> Other Nigerians know Scripture Union, but my mom was not. I mean, she was raised Scripture Union, which is like a whole thing, but point is is that I've been to church my whole life. There's like a bit that Steve Harvey said um in what was it uh what why uh, the Kings of Comedy where he was like, "Uh uh, Tuesday, Bible study meeting, Wednesday, night vigil meeting, Thursday, and such, such meeting. He went all the Sunday. He was like, Sunday, everybody meeting. He's like, mama, why we go to church so much? I, I'd rather go to hell. <laughs> and so at some point in my religious journey, I just kind of started feeling like that. And I was just like, I feel like everything I'm doing is, everything that I'm doing is performative and I'm not really getting closer to God. And for me, it was more so of understanding things about myself and also having more historical knowledge about the powers of the church and how that has had a hand in not only enslaving Black people or colonizing Black people, but I just, you know, for me, the the personal relationship, I was just like, I can't keep doing this. Something is not right. So I think in 2015, after I graduated college, I just decided to leave the church. Now, I still believe in God. I... I would even go as far as to say, I even still believe in Jesus. But do I think that if someone doesn't believe Jesus as their savior, that they're going to hell? No, I don't believe that shit anymore. And so I personally have like my own sort of like spirituality. Cause like, you know, I don't want to come too hard down, come, come too down on people. Right. Because I want people to understand that everybody's all figuring this shit out. Like we're all just trying to figure it out. We're all just trying to find our lane. But for me in my spiritual journey, I think it's okay to use like the crystals and the, the Palo Santo and the, you know, the other tools and things like that. But what gets me and why I'm upset is when you start using new age spirituality, which isn't that new age, cause it's been around forever. People have been using crystals and, You know, I think that comes from like Wicca and Palo Santo from indigenous cultures of the Americas, sage from indigenous people in, um, again, the Americas and North America, like all of these things that we talk about as far as like, uh, psychics and spiritualists and herbalists, a lot of you bitches, (laughs) a lot of you bitches. And I use bitch as a gender neutral term because it'd be men, women, they's, them's, just having horrible, terrible, repackaged white supremacist philosophy. And I'm just like, I thought the whole point of being spiritual or defining yourself as a spiritualist, an herbalist, a witch, brujeria, bruja, curandera, I thought the whole point of that was to leave the ways of colonization behind and to get in touch with your ancestral roots. Because your people, depending on your geographic location, already had a practicing working religion, uh, a practicing working spiritual belief system. So why is it that I'm seeing all these TikTok, Twitter, spiritual girlies, not only giving you all wrong information, but are also just, like I said before, repackaging white supremacy, ableism, sexism, feminism, upholding the gender binary, upholding patriarchy, and thinking that it's okay to do that because you burn and sage and you got a crystal necklace around your neck. no we not doing that today. <laughs> like, because, and and my, one of my biggest beefs with it is the misinformation. I started to understand that a lot of these people were fake um, because I was going through like my own journey with um, spirituality, but also with like my politics so a lot of people who know me like um because of like a really good friend that I have she went vegan like shortly after college and she did like this 30-day vegan challenge and then she inspired me to do it one of the biggest things for me people have understood about me is that when I am into something oh I am into it so when I found all this what I thought was new quote-unquote information I was like Veganism is the answer. (laughs) All you bitches are slow. (laughs) All you bitches are slack. (laughs) And I'm the only one who has figured anything out. And anybody who challenges me is just brainwashed and probably uh, uh, you're probably vaccinated and you're an idiot. And girl, I was I was a mess. And because I was a mess, (laughs) I recognize mess. (laughs) And so. All of that to say, I was in this journey, in this way of like veganism. And one of the biggest things that was in in for me of why I had so much misinformation was because of Instagram infographics. Babes, we're talking no science, no clinical trials, no double blind studies. Somebody just makes a graphic and says something and then we think, boom, it applies to literally everybody's life. And that is literally not how medicine works at all. <laughs> I'm not a doctor, but as a person who, who was a vegan, when my health started to decline, all of the stuff that I learned from the infographics wasn't working. And so with the vegan and I bring up the veganism because it also was my time of exploring who I was spiritually. So I got really heavy into like yoga and meditation and I wanted to like, you know, do like astral projection and I got into crystals and I got into like all of that stuff, writing my visions, making it plain and, you know, calling onto the universe because I'm trying to let, Oh, let go of like colonial mindsets of how I view God and 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 the ancestors and angels and all of this all of this stuff right and so I think what happened for me because when my health started declining and also when my dad died because I kept praying hey spirits hey spirit guides hey angels hey ancestors hey Jesus Allah Buddha everybody up there please don't let my dad die I don't want him to die and he still died Because such is life and such is death. And I could not fathom that and I could not understand that. And so like I was just like, I'm doing away with all things spiritual. So I just sort of like took another turn where for me it was like medicine or nothing. What I was lacking was balance. Because there were some things obviously that the spiritual girls were like recommending, right? That made sense. Drink water. (laughs) Have some fruit go out into the sun, um, have your boundaries, uh, protect your energy, simple, basic things like that. My issue comes, like I said before, with the misinformation I have seen, not only with like the vegan stuff, but also in terms of like the spiritual stuff. Oh, uh, there was this one girl on TikTok. I'm not going to say their names. I'm not going to at them or do anything like that. Cause at this point, if you haven't seen it, you haven't seen it. And at some point you will see it. She said that if you are depressed or if you're sleeping with someone who is depressed, you will catch their depression because energy is transferable. Bitch, where they do that at? Because I would love, <laughs> I would love to transfer my depression right the fuck now. I would love to transfer my depression in a box and set it on fire so that it bothers no one again. Where did you get this information from? You know that sound on TikTok from J.Cole? He's like, where did you get this information from <laughs> who told you that <laughs> and I always laugh when I hear it because I really want to know who the fuck told y'all that what book what Torah what Quran what Kabbalah what Bible what uh what Sanskrit scripture told you that I want to know because it's not even just to like get on here and clown you I genuinely want to know why, when there is evidence of mental health, um, mental health declined, particularly depression, uh, being a reflection of the, the structure of which you're living, your basic needs aren't met. You can't pay your car note. You, you don't even have a car. You got the walk everywhere. You can't find no job. When your living conditions don't help you as a human being, when your living conditions don't give you basic human rights, a motherfucker gonna be depressed. That don't got shit to do with spirituality. There was another girl who was like people with heavy spiritual energies walk heavy and people with light spiritual energies are they walk lighter cuz their aura is light. Okay, but some of us are fat girls. <laughs> some of us just have big stomachs and some of us just are heavy and some of us are just big and some of us just walk heavy. Like, what? And then she and then it was it's also to think like how can you say that when there are people who use mobility aids, you know, there are people who have wheelchairs that weigh a lot, people who use, um, you know, anything to like get their bodies around because these people, you know, we we're disabled. And so it's just like, you're saying, because if I walk heavy, that by my, my spirit is bad? Like, no, I'm, I'm having to support myself with my mobility aid. Like that don't have nothing to do with my spirit. There was this one girl, it was an absolute mess. She got on this on this platform. And it really don't matter what platform it is. I see a lot of them on TikTok because I spend more time on TikTok these days because Instagram is something else. Twitter is depressing. I don't even remember my Facebook password. I don't use WhatsApp. So TikTok, I just use that to sort of like pass time. This girl gets on here and starts reciting the four humors and starts talking about bloodletting. Girl, what? This is not... <laughs> This is not the Byzantine plague. This is not the Justinian plague. What are you talking about? Bloodletting and if if your body is, if you're if you're not feeling well, then one of the four elements of the body is out of whack. You just need to put the we have modern medicine. Enough. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> and I'm just really trying to keep it light because it's like. I think we all go on this journey whether we use to, whether we're using religion like traditional religions or whether we're going back to um, ancestral religions. We are all on this spiritual journey trying to access the spiritual plane as we are in the physical realm and we're all just trying to figure it out. My issue is why does your analysis stop at only the spiritual level? Why does your spirituality not include everybody? Um, and and also has a lot of uh, westernized standards. Because I mentioned the vegan thing earlier. Um, and so a lot of people, when they're spiritual, because that's what I was. I was a spiritual little guru. I was not eating meat. I wasn't eating fish. I ate plants. I just, this is just the answer. And we just need to, like, we need to, we need to... Just, everybody just needs to be vegan and the world's problems will be fixed and our vibes and our energy be right. And it's like, no babes, the issue is capitalism. (laughs) The issue is that corporations are dumping waste into the ocean. The issue is that the US military has 800 military bases around the world and is the number one consumer of oil and gas. The issue is that airlines are running empty, thousands of empty flights every single hour to keep the costs of flight prices from going down and using all that fuel and energy. It don't have nothing to do with energy and spirits and auras. A lot of this shit is fucked up because of the structure that we're living under. And I just want the spiritual girlies to get a hold of that. Because to me, the repackaging also comes from you taking you taking these problems, these huge macro problems that we're having in society and debasing it down to a personal level instead of looking at the issue systemic, systemically and trying to do away with that system. And so now when, it, when we are people who are underneath this system and we are learning and we are indoctrinated in it, we now are like, oh, the issue uh with a lot of uh, with a lot of this stuff is that you just need to eat the eat the right foods okay you're saying that my spirit is bad because I'm eating bad foods, but did you consider that there are people who live in food apartheid areas where they literally don't have access to fresh fruits and vegetables? Did you consider that, that there are literally people in Yemen who are being starved out by the U.S. and Saudi Arabia? Are you going to tell them that their problems are going to be fixed if they just eat better foods? Like come like at some point we have to, as people who claim to be spiritualists or people who claim to be of new age spirituality and not following the ways of colonialism, at some point we have to look at the environment in which we are all under. We have to look, and our analysis has to go past auras and uh essentially like this, I I would honestly call it a columbusing of Eastern religions and the capitalization of Eastern religions and African religions and Latin American religions, a capitalizing on that and just repackaging and turning it in to new age, soft core white supremacy is absolute bullshit. The things that have even been said to me in the church, I've heard from people uh, say that in this new age spirituality, we all know in the church. There's that one scripture, I can't even fucking remember. I used to know the Bible cover to cover. There's that one scripture that's like, women should be silent in the church and they should not be speaking and they should shut the fuck up, whatever the fuck it says. Okay, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> and again, to the people who listen to the show and you're Christian, just know I'm doing this. I'm saying all these things in jest. I'm not disrespecting you at all. Um, but yeah, there's that scripture like, women should be quiet in the church. So now we have this idea of like femininity and masculinity. And you have these people who are self proclaimed gurus and spiritualists and herbalists and shit talking about divine femininity. Girl, this is nothing but the seven virtues of, of womanhood. It, like, the, y'all are literally talking about piety and soul ties and body counts. How is that not different from what they were saying in the church? If I left the church, because of the the sexism and misogyny that we were experiencing from the church from the uh, the the assault and the abuse that we we're hearing in the church don't come back as a spiritual guru and say the same thing but with different words that doesn't make any sense we're supposed to leave that shit behind and you sitting up here telling people that the reason why your husband left you is because you didn't submit to him and that uh, you're you're too strong, and you need to be softer in your divine femininity, girl. That's bullshit. Your husband left you because he's an asshole. Period. Point in the end. That don't get shit to do with no chakras, please. <laughs> like, you know, like I I could go on, and I am. But my point is just like, let's leave the nonsense out of it. Let's leave the colonialism, the white supremacy, the ableism. The, all the the fat phobia, the homophobia, leave it out. The center of your spirituality should be humanity and compassion. And how can I help the person next to me? And and also, how can I fill myself up? How can I also hold myself accountable? Because we're not all we're not perfect. We're never going to be. But if I make a mistake, how can I learn from that mistake? Hold myself accountable so that I don't do it again. How can I fill my cup to run over? with the positivity and accountability and spread that to someone else, you know, if the time calls for it, because I don't think we should always all be in our soapbox and on our pulpits. And also not only can I spread humanity and compassion and love to someone else, but how can I also receive that for myself? And so I think for me, I just, I've just noticed that there has just been, what's the word for it? A degradation. A degradation of what we understand as like new age spirituality. I also believe there's been a degradation in the understanding of new age spirituality because like I said, so many people capitalize and Columbus, different cultures, they honestly don't know what the fuck they're doing. How are you taking things from Eastern religions, taking things from closed practice in African religions, taking things from indigenous religions and then being like, oh, I'm a guru, I'm a this, I'm a that. That's not fair because like I said, some of this stuff is closed practices. That's another way that you can spot how somebody is fake. You can't be practicing bloodline work. If that shit don't run through your veins, you see what I'm saying? Like leave it be, find what works for you. If there's something that you, that you're attracted to and that is not a closed practice and you want to convert, do the work, do the, do the ceremonies, Get into it. Have a mentor. Have a teacher. Have somebody who's been doing this for a very long time teach you how to step into it if this is where the universe is calling you to be. But to just simply pick and choose because it looks good on your Pinterest mood board? No, ma'am. No, sir. No, them. No, they. Absolutely not. We're not doing that today, not tomorrow, and not yesterday or forevermore. I'm tired. There was this, there's a very popular account that people follow. Again, not gonna add it. I don't think I need to. I'm just saying my critique. This account was like, oh, women need to stop taking ibuprofen for their period cramps. You just need to like drink some kind of tea and you'll be fine. Baby, I have endometriosis. There is no amount of fucking tea in the world that is going to stop this pain. I am also on hormone therapy. I haven't had a flare up since January, no, excuse me, since February, and I'm so thankful for that. And I'm thankful for the modern medicine that can help me not be in pain. When y'all get up here and y'all tell people to deny medicine and to take a natural substance, I think for me that's where the lack of balance comes in because there is a possibility where you can do both. Sometimes I don't take ibuprofen if I'm having like some small pain, sometimes I will take this, um, this topical, like muscle cream called Tiger Balm, and I will put that on my pelvic area. And after about 20 to 30 minutes, the pain is gone because it, it's got like 11 to 12% mensol and camphor. It's very, very strong. Sometimes I don't take ibuprofen and I can't take ibuprofen all the time because I'm a diabetic. So sure. Again, it's, it's either or, but sometimes I got to take both. Sometimes I take the ibuprofen and I got to take, and I, and I put the, the tiger bomb on sometimes. And, I, um, I also realized that, um, turmeric, I used to use turmeric a lot as a replacement for, um, my ibuprofen. I can't do that anymore because turmeric can actually stop your insulin, um, your insulin absorption. I was on St. John's wort for my depression. I stopped taking it because St. John's wort can block your insulin absorption. Um, and so I've been battling and fighting all of this w- with only the medications that I've been prescribed. And I can't take, um, I don't know what the word for it is. I can't remember what HM or HM, HRMIs or whatever the word is for like antidepressants again, because that can uh, increase weight gain, and and they don't want weight gain in like diabetic patients. Um, they either want like your weight to stay the same, or you to for you to lose weight, which in and it of itself is like a whole thing because I'm not even gonna get into that because I got tons and tons of material about medical fat phobia. Um, but yeah, they they're, they're even so for me, I'm I I have experienced having to do. The natural way and the uh, and the the medical way and and having to do, I I just believe that we need balance, and so if we need balance in that aspect. I definitely believe that we need balance in the spiritual aspect, because I don't always just rely on what people consider to be logic. I didn't know how the hell I was gonna get this apartment. I didn't know how I was gonna pay for this stuff, but I wrote it down, I tucked it away. And I I just wrote down, like, God, this year I want to live on my own. I want to have my own apartment. And I prayed on it. I said amen, and I put it away. And I wrote that prayer in January of 2021. And then in December of 2021, boom, here I am in my apartment. I I couldn't fiddle with – I mean, it's not that I didn't fiddle with logistics as far as, like, moving out and calculating how much money I did. But the point that I'm making – or how much money I needed, I should say – the point that I'm making is that I needed to do both. I needed to do the calculations and I needed to have the faith and I needed to continue to put in the work. So the fact that for me, I keep saying for me, I guess for me, last episode was ums and so this episode is for me and I keep saying for me because I don't want anybody to take what I'm saying the wrong way. It's fluid thoughts. We think freely, we think for ourselves. I'll give you my take on it. If you agree, you agree. If you don't, you don't. If there are things you agree, things you don't, that's it. I just want us to to just be i just want to talk (laughs) we just get on here we just talk shit um the point that i'm making is that we need balance and that any spiritual advisor who who lacks balance any spiritual advisor who is telling you um you know Cause there are some spiritual advisors who are also occultists. So you gotta watch out for that as well. But any spiritual advisor where their advising doesn't include compassion and humanity and logic and modern medicine, in addition with uh, you know, spiritual herb- herbals, natural stuff, like anybody who doesn't include the balance. I would say, I would say it's safe to say that you should probably not listen to that person. Any person who's spiritual and doesn't have an analysis of how capitalism literally destroys our lives, you probably shouldn't be talking to that person because all they're going to tell you is, is, oh, you just need to, you want to be a millionaire? You need to manifest and you need to do this. Babes, you literally can only become a millionaire by exploiting people. Oh, you can have multiple streams of income. Pipe dream. Let it go. It's not real. (laughs) You are a millionaire because you exploit people for their labor and you hoard their money. Period. Point the end. I don't hear nothing else. Don't tell me about how you manifested a million dollars because you wanted to go take some trip in Bali in India. No, babes, you ran a sweatshop in the United States and you didn't pay teenagers. You was having luxury do rags and motherfuckers was sitting up there in your motherfucking warehouse, not even a warehouse in a fucking storage cube and you weren't paying people. And then you want to call yourself self-made black millionaire. No, you're not self-made. You didn't manifest. You exploited people. That's literally it. That's the same thing that, that, that the church does. Do you have these mega million churches, these pastors driving cars and the people that attend your church are poor? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So I don't care if it's a pastor, a guru, spiritualist, herbalist, whoever the fuck it is. If they don't have an analysis on capitalism, if they are not a person who is championing for compassion and humanity and to make sure that you are safe and that you are loved and that you are able to provide safety and love for other people, fuck them. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> yeah, so those are my thoughts. <laughs> on all of that moving on I watch RuPaul's Drag Race if you haven't watched RuPaul's Drag Race if you're not caught up turn the episode off now go catch up and then you can listen to the rest of it I'm not gonna you know speak for long my point is why are we having a top five instead of a top four I don't like it I don't like the fact that there were not as many eliminations that should have taken place I don't know why I need to discuss this with RuPaul because maybe I need to become an executive producer on the show because I needed some of the girlies to go home earlier than when they did, like Miss Diabetes. Let me tell you all about why I didn't fuck with Diabetes because, as a person who is a type 2 diabetic, right, understand that there is such a stigma with type 2 diabetes. People like to put that personal blame on people who are type 2 diabetics. Oh, you're fat. You were eating too much. You never lost the weight. You knew the risks, especially about how it's um, treated in the medical society. But there are so many different factors as to why people develop whichever type of diabetes. I think on the last episode, I mentioned that there are links to vascular disease and people developing diabetes. Why did Dia, with all the information that I know, especially from watching diabetes educators On TikTok and all these other platforms of social media, they have already come out and said all diabetes is about controlling your blood sugars. So it does not matter if you're type one or type two unless you're trying to, unless you're the doctor who needs to know who is trying to treat and diagnose you or diagnose and then treat you, right? Every single time she was asked about why she called herself diabetic, she's like, yeah, type one, not the other kind. Yeah, it's not my fault because type one. You know, I have type one DBDs. Yeah, that's why you self diabetic because I have type one. And I'm like, you might as well have just called me a fat ass bitch. <laughs> a fat diabetic burger bitch. You might as well have just called me that hoe. And yes, I took it personally, even though I don't know her personally. But I just clocked that shit. And I was like, maybe you should just worry about yourself and like, you don't have to disclose that you're tape lined, not like the other cane. And to me, it was more so of a projection because she's made comments about the other girl's body before. Like, remember, she was making comments about George's and was like, oh, anybody who just puts on scraps, but if they have the body, then everyone's going to love it, which is low-key very true. Truth can come out of anybody's mouth, whether they're your ally or enemy. Shout out to Kwame Ture. But the point is that I'm saying is that, girl... Shut the fuck up. Like, all you had to say is I was diagnosed with diabetes at an early age. It affected my life, and I wanted to find strength in whatever it is that I was going through. So, therefore, boom, I call myself diabetic. The last part wasn't needed. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's fuck diabetic forever. <laughs> I don't like that, bitch. Didn't like Jasmine Kennedy because I'm like, can you just shut the fuck up? Like... The whole time, like she, hey, I know I have problems letting people talk and I'm gonna talk and cause talking and I just just don't like dead space. Okay, do you like a busted lip? Because I'm finna come through this TV and mollywop your ass. Like, shut up. Who else I ain't like? I thought Bosco was very boring. I don't know how Bosco has gotten this far, but I was ready for Bosco to leave. Who was my favorite? Cornbread. So, 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 so upset that Cornbread got um, you know had to go home. I'm mean, I, I feel I feel so bad about that. But you know what? Girl, cornbread did her thing. Regardless of what what happened and we're we're all sad about that injury, cornbread forever will be a top in my heart. And I'm so glad that I got to experience cornbread. Um everybody else Oh, Angeria, love her down. Lady Camden, love her down. Um, I'm trying to think of other people. Yeah, no one else comes to my mind. I don't really care about the top five that much. Loved Georges Hello Let's talk Snatch Game. I don't think Deja was that funny. I also thought it was weird where... Deja, like, I don't know, okay, Deja was, she was, she was okay, but everybody else did, just did so poorly, she just, like, got the crown for that, for the snatch game, and I was just like, but you also, like, won doing a caricature of a black man, and I thought that was just really, really fucking weird, I don't know, maybe I'm reaching, maybe I should stretch before I take that reach, but I don't know, let me know, at fluid flower um uh, media um on uh excuse me on fluid thoughts pod on my instagram when I upload this episode let me know in the comments what you thought like did you think Deja should have won and did you agree with her doing Lil John? did you think it was funny did you not think it was funny I want to know your thoughts I guess we'll call this episode this part of the episode We'll call this part of the episode "Thoughts of the Orchids" because I want to know what y'all think. Uh, that's gonna wrap this episode up of Fluid Thoughts. I really hope I did not mess up my mix down because I went and recorded over some stuff, but it's fine. That's gonna wrap it up for Fluid Thoughts. Be sure to follow. Be sure to follow me at Fluid Thoughts Pod on Instagram. You can follow me on Twitter at Fluid Flower. You can also follow me on TikTok because I'll be making stuff there too um yeah i my what is my name i think it's like lawanda vision but the at is also fluid flower um and then of course you can check out this podcast anywhere podcasts are displayed mostly spotify apple music amazon google podcasts if you go to anchor.fm like it'll take you to all the links it's great anyway i love you guys so so much and yeah, until next time stay fluid bitches.